Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sunranto Show is listener-supported and brought to you by our Super Ranters. Find out more about how you can listen early and ad-free and become part of the Super Rancher family at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old self beers out at the game. Let's go, Kobe Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sun Ranto! Oh, I got it. Boom! Uh, that didn't make a pretty shitty pop, but I don't that know if you heard it. Weak that, sauce. That was, a, that was a weak sauce pop, but it was a quite a nice Sun Ranto call. Is, by that, is that the best bottle of champagne you could get from the Jewels? Yeah, it, no, not the best one. Jules actually got pretty good uh, liquor department, but this is a bottle of Andre, which I think is probably only good when you mix it with orange juice. But I'm drinking champagne tonight during the Sun Ranto show for two reasons. One, and where's my glass, is that baseball is officially back. The CBA has been ratified. We got five more years possibly of um, labor peace. Within the baseball ranks. And also a very happy birthday to Mr. Michael Cotton. Michael, I got you baseball for your birthday. Happy birthday. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, you got birthday. you got me the baseball that's being played right behind me on my background. You got <laughs> me the the this is the DH, the fucking 14 teams, the the goddamn pretty soon it's just gonna be like you know, they're just going to get rid of the National League and AL completely. It's going to be the East and West. It's going to be, it's going to fucking suck. 12, 12 team playoff, but didn't go 14, didn't make that. But uh, you know what, man? I, 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 at this point, I'll probably bitch sooner or later. There's a lot for me to bitch about as far as like patches on uniforms and stupid shit like that. Right now, man, I, I am on a fucking cloud, man. I am the happiest. I can't be any happier right now, man, that I got an opening day. It works out great because it's like on a Thursday night. So taking the day off Friday, sleeping on Danny's couch. It, it's The other thing that happened is I'm sitting here watching. I'm freaking out because uh, I'm going to Mesa. I'll be in Mesa next week, Sunday. And so I'm freaking out watching the games getting knocked in Mesa, you know. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And, well, and you now know. there's, I think, there, and we'll get into like when, when everything's going to start and everything, but I, you are going to see games now. Like there will officially be games when you're there. 
Right. The third game is – I'm going to see the third game that they're going to be having. So normally I'd be like seeing like the tail end of it and shit. Now I'm seeing it fresh right right from the beginning, yeah. man. So, it, it, you know, it, it probably will still all be the prospects, right? Because yeah. the, the big league guys are going to show up and they're, they're still going to be on the backfield stretching when yeah. they're playing games. Well, they've already been at the players' camp, some of them. Uh, right. uh, just before we get started, started, I do want to mention, because we had kind of promoted it on the Cubs Insider page and on uh, you know Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, is that we were going to have Maddie Lee, the Sun-Times columnist, on tonight to talk about the prospects because she was, she was at prospect camp and she was doing some great reporting down there. We wanted to have her on the show, but for obvious reasons, she can't come on tonight. She's do she's busy, I'm sure. Just like we're kind of busy. Like I had to change all the notes and learn about everything that's happening. Oh like, shit, you changed the notes? <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't yeah. even look at them. I'm just gonna she- keep the Maddie Lee questions in, I figure. That'd be good. So, I think Maddie- we just ask him anyway. Mm-hmm. Maddie says that she is looking forward to coming back on the show. She's disappointed, but obviously I you know, we completely understand. Uh but she she definitely wants to come back another time. But uh, as you guys know, she has a ton of reporting to do, a ton of stories to get in, and everybody's following because as of 6 p.m., free agency is open. Yeah, and so now everybody's just looking at the Twitters and, you know, waiting for Jeff Passan to say something. Yeah, okay, since oh. since we're already here and Twitter's open, uh, how come the Cubs haven't signed Correa? Because they're cheap sons of bitches. Come on! We've been waiting for months! <laughs> um, I do want to also say this, is that we've chance for a chance still going on. Here we go. We've got Frank Chance right here, a postcard. If you type into the chat the word hashtag chance. Actually, I didn't even set this up yet. Hold on. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet, and, I, and I'll get it going. Um, but uh, in, in two seconds, I, you can type in hashtag chance and i will send you a postcard with uh well to you just like telling you i love you and how great you are and then um uh then uh it'll come to you in the mail and it'll make you very happy so type in hashtag chance is a little something fun we do just for all the uh pay- the people that uh watch us live so let's talk about we got baseball the fifth fake deadline was finally the 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 uh, impetus to get it done. You you know, just deadline after deadline coming in, and they finally they're like, "Wow, we're gonna cancel games!" And then they're they're like, "There's no way we're playing 162." And then in the end, that is exact, exactly what they're doing. They're gonna have a bunch of doubleheaders uh, to get it all done. Um, one interesting thing is uh, that that nine inning nine inning doubleheaders are back. As long as I'm mentioning doubleheaders, so that's a thing of the past, which is freaking awesome. And um, so, Crawley, you look like one to say something. No, I mean, I was just you know, I've been through union negotiations before, and everybody likes to rattle their sabers. Okay, everybody likes to do it, and there are people that is did that have tricks. Yes, is that like a, a, a double entendre? Yes. Um, oh, but okay. what ends up happening is that, you know, people did miss out. I know people that had uh, the heckler, the heckler crew went out to Mesa. They got nothing. They, I mean, they had a lot of fun, no doubt about it, but they didn't get games. You know what I mean? But in general, as I said over and over again, I said around March 15th is when I expected everyone to start playing. And there's no way they were going to drive this off the cliff. Uh, Cindy Spangler's on. She had uh, tickets for her birthday and spring training. She missed out. So it sucks. You know what I mean? That that once again, you don't get a comp- – It's I believe it's going to be one week less of spring training. But at the same time, we are 
you know, we are getting spring training. We are getting baseball. We are getting 162. We are getting the old school double headers in. So service time will not be manipulated again, at least because of the shortened schedule. So, you know, there's just a lot. I just, you know, if you guys remember. I have a question. Do you guys think that they felt the pressure this time? that they really looked at the way that fans were walking away and that the owners actually in, I, I know it's just Twitter versus kind of a small thing, but in the press too, they had really no reporters on their side. The, the, and so for the most part, I felt like, and they know that baseball is a declining sport. I saw Michael Cerami tweeted out the other day that the average age is like 46 or something like that. No, for it's 57 for baseball 57 and 37 for basketball. 37, just like a whole gener- like generation X just doesn't exist when it comes to sports, I guess. And we don't matter. But um, but I, I wonder if they felt the pressure. I mean, how do you, how do you feel? I mean, otherwise they could have dragged this out. The owners really wanted to win, or the players really wanted to win. They could have dragged it out. Or do you or do you think that this was always gonna? They were just dancing around, and they always knew that March tenth was gonna be the day. No, I I I don't think that they knew this was gonna be the day. I think that the owners maybe felt a little of that pressure, but mainly because the fucking players just kept giving them everything. Like you can't honestly keep putting it off when the people you're negotiating with just keep fucking coming your direction. Like that's the thing. Let's just be quiet and let them keep giving us offers where they negotiate against themselves. Oh my God. Like at some point you have to fucking say, okay, I guess we'll do what you want. fucking gave up everything now um when you look at the ca it was it was always even whatever every offer that the players gave still tilted towards ownership tilted towards yeah. ownership. and that is because of the fact you just can't do that unfortunately unless they weren't going to play now they tried and i think that this was a, a okay deal not great not what the players probably wanted, but I would say that they they went toe-to-toe pretty well with there, but I think that this was all part of dancing around. Again, the ownership group is two separate groups as well. So keep that in mind, is that you have big the guys, big guys. market versus small market, and I don't think that the big market teams had any interest in not playing. I think they wanted to play. I think Tom Ricketts, more than anybody, wanted them to play. Uh, so you have these two different opposed groups. And I would say that because the White Sox are actually good this year, I think Jerry Reinsdorf probably, and he's an old dude and he's going to die real soon. I think that he wasn't as a stickler as he was in 1994 causing problems. Well, there's according to uh, Gordo, he was way more hands off in this negotiation than he had been in the past. Like, because I think what you're saying, he's old and I think he's just kind of like, Eh, I'm not going to live through this fucking CBA anyway. Do yeah, what you want. That's his prime. And, and, and it's not like you're. And, and, and here's the thing: it's not like the White Sox suck. The White Sox in Vegas are number three odds yeah. are favorites to win the World Series. So if you're an old guy and you're about to die and you're not going to see what's going to happen in the future, and you no. actually have a good team, well, here's the main thing. Here's the the proof is in the pudding. The owners voted thirty to nothing to ratify this one, so they're totally fine with it. Like there was, there were no holdouts. And then, but with the teams, 
the team reps voted 26 to four and it leaked out who it was. It was both New York teams, Houston and freaking St. Louis, because of course, freaking assholes. And then, um, the, but the executive committee, five of which are, are Boris clients, they voted eight to nothing against it, uh, against ratifying this. And, um, and it's probably because they're the higher price players and, you know, the whole luxury tax thing, which was a lot of the holdup this entire time is, um, it still didn't get as high. Like players wanted like 268 at the end of it or something like 268 million. It, the last number I saw was maybe 244. I think it gets to that rumor was about three o'clock and I didn't uh, see anything after that, but it starts at 230, gets to 244. So it doesn't get even, it doesn't even go up with inflation, you know, yeah. as far as the number goes. Um, but uh, it, that should give the Cubs like if two hundred thirty million. If that's the tax, that gives them like two hundred million dollars to spend. This is awesome, Correa. Here we come. Correct. The money. The money is absolutely there. There's no doubt about it. And when you talk about it, the anyone that made the league minimum is going to get a hundred thousand dollar raise. Now, again, baseball players have short careers. Hundred thousand is still hundred thousand, and so. You know, the Boris clients, like you said, those are the guys that make the top tier dollars and they want, you know, but but everybody is not going to get those giant contracts that a lot of the guys that were on the negotiating committee um, have. So yeah. do you want more? Absolutely. Even you want, you know, bill. even well, less you, bill now, you know, and, and since we're talking about some money that the Ricketts have to spend. Uh, I think that we really need to give it to them because apparently they can afford any fucking tax that anybody has ever thought of because they have $4 billion to throw at a fucking foot, like a, a, a oh, soccer team you in England. Have looked at the show notes, Michael, because it is in there. We will let you rant about that after the commercial break. These motherfuckers. Like, like, well, I just, we were talking about them paying and they're not paying. And but they because. Oh no, but that's different money. That four billion, that's you know, that's rainy day money. That's the soccer money. This is the they found it money. in the couch cushions. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's that's from that other uh that other set of books that we don't let the tax people look at. Yeah, the, the, those are the, the rare books that Todd collects. Um the uh twelve team playoffs is a thing, and here's Garbage. how it's gonna work. Here's how it's gonna work. The two top division winners in each league will receive first round buys, uh, while the worst division winner and the three wildcard teams per league will play three game sets to advance to the division series. The worst division winner will face the final wide wildcard qualifier or the worst one, while the top two wildcard clubs will take each other on in that three game set. So, uh, and because of this, there will be no more 163 game tiebreaker. <laughs> they got to get through it. And uh, so no more game 163s. They're going to do some like fancy math to get to it and figure out who's playing. And uh, it's like an NFL style. It would be head to head records and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, no reseeding for the LDS first seeds plays the winner of the number four versus five wildcard series, if that makes sense. And then the second seed plays the three, the, the, the second seed plays the three versus the six winner. 
Does that make it? That, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a normal. The best yeah. team's going to play the worst team and, and yada, yada. So, or they actually might, yeah, no reseeding. So I guess, huh, what does that mean? That, that the winner of four versus five wildcards are second seed. I'm up. So it, they're, it they're saying there, there's no reseeding in that. So if uh, the five and the mean? three, if the five and the three win, that five is not going to move over and go against the number one seed. You know, like if a lower right. seed wins and a higher seed, they're not going to flip flop where they're going. Yeah, the 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 best team is still going to play the worst team. No, the best team is going to play whichever team wins out of that. Out of group. three versus, uh, yeah, out of the first team is going to play four versus five. Yeah, so the second, the second seed place team could possibly three. play the sixth place team if they win the series right so they're technically playing the second place team is technically playing the worst team where the first place team would not get the worst team if that wow that that was that was a mouthful that sounded like a fergie cameo this is fergie jenkins you're listening to sean randall the 69th beth cup podcast yeah you know and it it is it is tv gold let me tell you yeah it is fucking weird how they how they set that up, you know, because I don't know. They they should just put the two lowest teams against the on the number one side, and the next two teams on the number two side, and then they don't even have to fucking worry about that. Well, the the interesting thing to me about this is that it eliminates the elimination you know games. I mean, there's will be an elimination game within the series, obviously. It could be a game two, could be a game three. Uh, you could have two elimination games right in a row for one one team. Uh, right. If there's what no it, what one it tells done. me is that I have time to take a vacation after the season ends. I've got like a good week, maybe two weeks, depending on how this all works out, before I even have to fucking pay attention to baseball again. Well, it could ultimately give, let's see, like 12 extra games if they all went three. It could give 12 extra games to the owners to make the money. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I 12 extra games that, that we don't want. Cares. Yeah, Nobody wants those fucking 12 games, so, and it's going to make the good teams have to take a week off, which is going to fuck with them. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's a mess. So Bill Sugar said, so would the Cubs have won the division in 2018? That's a good question. I would have to take a look at the head-to-head matchup between the Cubs and the Brewers. That would be – you'd have to start looking at the numbers before you would just anoint them the winners. Yeah. Well, and, well, they, and now the head-to-head matchup is going to be fucking lower too because we're not even playing our own division very much anymore. Like they're, they're like, ah, let's – in 2023, they're just getting rid of the fucking divisions. I told you this shit was going to happen. Fucking division games are going away. They're going to play all the teams. Pretty soon, there's going to be no fucking central division or whatever we have right now. It's going to turn into something else. We're going to be playing the fucking White Sox 27 times. No, we'll probably just play them three times and play everybody else three times. You know, that's just it. It's like, but we'll get into that in a second. It's in the notes. So real quick. Real quick right here, Jack. Change all the notes. This is not what we're – I wanted to talk to Matty Lee. Jack is saying that the Cubs would have won the division in 2018 because they had the better record, which is why they played at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. I was at that game and I met Coach Ditka, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, that would um, suck. so the and 
I don't like the fact that you don't. I, I kind of like the one game wild card. I know it wasn't very popular, but I fucking me, loved it. There was no better way to start the fucking postseason. It ran a real. Yeah, it really gave you just that kind of one and done and really made it that you wanted to win your division. Now it's kind of like you get a buy. And I agree with you, Michael. I mean, it, except unless you're going to get a guy back from an injury or you could sit and Obviously, the advantage of setting up your rotation the way you want it to, that is all an advantage. But I can equally see, especially if you're like fighting for your division at the end of the season, you're rolling, you took the last 10 of 12 and you win your division and then you're like off for a week. I could see you coming out and being a little rusty and just like somebody you know, in the somebody in the chat, someone in the chat helped me out. I remember a postseason where it was the Tigers. It was the last time the Tigers were in the World Series, and they were absolutely world beaters. They were so good. And all of a sudden, they, like, swept the NLCS, or ALCS, and I want to say the Cardinals and some other team went seven games. And, like, Detroit was literally sitting on their ass for, like, a week. And and when they came, it was just they were flat. They looked like a different team. And the and the and the Cardinals, who were absolutely scrapping and fighting through seven games, ended up yep. taking the series. Yeah, I think yeah, because has, baseball is not like football, where a week off actually allows you to get your body better. And even in football, they talk about the rustiness and shit like that. But baseball is not that way. There's there's a, a these guys are more into a routine of every single day playing. One day off, they're used to that. Getting this fucking, and you know what's going to happen, right? These three games are going to turn into a full-ass week because they're not going to play every game. They're not going to play three straight days. They're going to play. I think they the, will. The AL and then the NL and then the AL. Oh, and pretty no, soon it's going to be 12 be, fucking days. No, no, they're not traveling around. This is three games at the home field. I No, imagine. but they're going to play one game. They're going to play like one set on a Monday, right? Uh, they'll they'll play, play two games on a Monday, then they'll play two games on a Tuesday, and two games on a Wednesday, and they'll do all this dumb shit. They trust me, they will fuck all this up. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> well, they, at least they didn't fuck it up this bad because I tweeted this out l- last week because uh, what a fourteen team playoff looks like is is this, which is we we at least escaped this hellscape. Uh, the twenty twenty one Phillies with eighty two wins gets in. Boston with eighty four and twenty nineteen gets in. A three-way tie of 82-win teams, Pittsburgh, Arizona, and Washington in 2018. 2017, a three-way tie for third and fourth wildcard place, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, Angels. And then uh, at 80 and 82. 80 and 82. Yep. Can't wait for that fucking first team to get to the postseason with a losing record. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to. That's what I'm going to watch. The Marlins 2016, 79 and 82 make it in and probably play the Cubs and beat us. I bet you. So a couple things that happened in this CBA. You got the pre-arbitration bonus pools now at $50 okay? That's a a compromise. That's a compromise. Players were like at 100-something. The owners were at zero. (laughs) The the players were at 110, and the owners were at 10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So you owners got the win. They could go home and wake off to, you know, pictures of their money. Mini, uh, the minimum salary starts out the first year seven hundred k goes seven twenty, then seven forty, then seven sixty, then seven eighty, uh, and that's again sixty percent of the league making that. 
that's a win. I mean, he could they get afford a million, and we all know it. So, but it's still a win, right? Yeah, that's, Steve, that's, that's a win for the owners, is what you're the saying. The CBT yeah. goes from two thirty million starts off with, and it goes up to two forty four. Uh-huh. Uh, draft lottery at six picks. Amateur draft is twenty rounds, and a player can be optioned only five times per year. So, yeah. some of these guys that constantly ride that shuttle. You're, you can't do that to those guys anymore. And I, I can't wait for the first asshole fan to be like, this sucks. They can't send him back down, and I wish. Fuck well, then, then they got to put him on waivers, too. So there there might be a lot of guys that hit those waiver wires, too, that you can pick, you, that you can pick up and help you out and stuff like that. So it's good. That's going to go both ways. I mean, you're talking about fringe bullpen decisions at this point. You right, know? right, right, right. And uh, there's one more thing, but my eyes can't read it really. It looks like a universal DH. No, my fucking... Oh, yeah. The, oh, the in, in honor of Michael Gott's birthday, designated hitter is now in the National yeah. League. You know, get ready for that big lefty slugger to come up all fat and 40 years old, ready to suck it out of the park two times a game. Yep. No, I mean, the only good thing about the DH is that you know, more backup catchers will get a chance to hit. I guess it's the only fucking thing that's going to happen. They're not going to put another person on this team. That's just not how the fucking DH works. They don't hire people for that for the most part. Like, there's like four teams that do that in the AL. But but one thing we didn't talk about about the the playoffs real quick, because they're now the play. Now, like, remember, I always hated when all these fucking assholes, like, the Rockies would say they were a playoff team when really they were just a wild card team. And that's not the playoffs. Uh, now it's the playoffs. Now we just have shitty teams in the playoffs. Now we can't even fucking say that they've ruined everything. It's just now. I mean, now we're going to have to, now we're going to have to see all this fucking, all these assholes with shitty teams. Like, Oh, we had a playoff team. We rule. Well, they fucking didn't watch the damn team for that, the whole year. That, that's that's always in like Ricketts uh, in his all his speeches. We've made the postseason. Oh, no, but I'm talking about the fans. I'm talking about the asshole fans that you're like your team sucks, and we're like, well, we were in the playoffs. Like motherfucker, twelve teams get the playoffs now. Like <laughs> it's yeah, it's it ain't that special. And and I think that even letting in twelve teams. You know, I saw it in I saw it in New York with the NLDS. Like Yankee fans, they were so spoiled that they didn't even show up till the CS. Like you could get DS tickets at under face. You know, it was not even a big deal. And that's I agree. That's what you're going to well, see. That was that was the Braves. The Braves, yeah, Braves in the nineties. Fucking My nobody would go to those games be, until the AL or NLCS. My dad and I talk about one of our biggest regrets is that when the Cubs won their first postseason series since, like, the World Series in 1908 was the 2003, 2003 versus the uh, Braves. And, and it would have been cheaper for us to fly and get tickets than what our tickets cost at Wrigley for the beer and the dog and the parking and all that shit because nobody cared. Nobody went to the damn games. Yeah. yeah not until CS or even World Series. And – um so the, the other uh, couple more changes here, uh, or actually non-changes, things that won't happen. Owners can get 45 days to change a rule, uh, but they won't be doing it until 2023. But uh, one thing they won't <laughs> I can't do, wait for that shit. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, now everybody wears helmets on their feet. 
you know, just like <laughs> kind of crazy new shit. Now the DH or the now the guy in the on deck circle can attack the pitcher with his bat just to make action. Um, but how, how about this? Uh, the MLB will not ban the shift for 2022. They will not increase the size of the bases, and they will not have a pitch clock until at least 2023. And so, the, and another new rule for players. They can now appear in sports betting ads. So get ready for no. that because oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> they they loosen the rules on what the the players could do. So can yeah. I tell you I, though, I, those three things that you went through, I I like all of those things. I, I like banning the shift. I like the bigger bases, and uh, what was the third one? The uh, pitch clock. I, yeah, I can't believe that they fucking failed on the 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 huge problem that we've had for the last 150 years of the bases being too small. <laughs> How did we not know this before? The fucking bases are too small. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. The fucking game's been around since 1876. Nobody figured out to put a fucking extra inch on the base. What the fuck? <laughs> I enjoyed this picture that somebody tweeted out too. It's uh, Ricky Henderson after he he broke the record. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody yeah. broke out just a, a, a comically large base in Ricky Henderson's hand. It cracked me up. And then this guy tweeted, Carolina Card Exchange tweeted after it. If there's one thing that drives me nuts about baseball, it's those teeny bases. I'll definitely buy more jerseys now. <laughs> so one of the things that we've talked about is the going to make people steal bases if they make them like one inch bigger on each side. Like that's not going to make them steal. The reason no, they don't steal don't. bases is because of math. Not because of how big the bases are. Yeah, and one of the pieces of math is you're too slow to steal that base. (laughs) (laughs) You see that there could be potential for more stolen bases. You see the potential for less injuries. I keep thinking about the Derek Lee, uh, Raphael for call injury. That was, what year was that? Was that 2005, 2006? 2006, yeah. And so, you know, it's... Uh, those things, like I said, the pitch clock, I've been, I, I can't stand all the dead time. And I think the shift sucks. Yeah, no, the shift is the only one that I really want to change. I think that would be fair to have a position. I liked what uh, this guy blockhead for real said about the, the, uh, the bigger basis. He goes, maybe throw in a juice box and a participation ribbon. God, I hope Billy's mom brings snacks. She makes those crustless PB and J's so yummy. So Dude, I, mean, I love it, the juice box. It does that, feel a little bit. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. It does feel a little bit like all of the rules that they are proposing are all anti pitcher. And I, and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, why are they trying to make games like 12 to 10? I mean, with comically large bases and like, you know, cause it's not just one inch on each side. It's, it's a significant, Kentley larger base. I mean, I don't think that it's going to save injuries. Guys are still going to run into each other. Guys are still going to be freaking breaking their hands on the base. Like, you know, all the, I don't think that changes anything. Like maybe they can demonstrate that it does, but I I still think people are going to run into each other. The one thing that I think is, is the shift because it's a shortstop. It's a second base. You're supposed to play on that side of the base. And then if you can, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, can you run after the pitch is thrown and go over to the other side of the base? Um, so, and I feel bad for like Ian Happ, for example, like 
and also baseballs like this is almost a purist position to take because so still to this day because I've watched so much baseball before the shift I see balls like I'm sitting in the bleachers and a ball gets hit and I'm like yeah oh right into his glove because because he's playing in the grass in the right in front of the right fielder and it's ridiculous you know what well, I mean you know what Danny I hate that too but I'm not anti-shift i'm not pro-shift like the reason it exists is because somebody fucking figured out somewhere that if you hit a ball at this angle and always pull it then you'll be fine why am i am i echoing to anybody else no okay good uh but yeah so they they went through the math they went through the stats they they figured out okay this is what we're going to do. We're just going to pull the ball every fucking time. Nobody's ever going to swing differently at all. And when that happened, they invented the fucking shift. It actually started with Ted Williams back in the day because Ted Williams used to fucking pull the ball like that every every time. But Ted but Williams was bitching against the do is fucking spray it the other way or hit it over the goddamn head. Yeah, but Ted, Ted Williams is the best hitter in the fucking league at the time. Right, you, but I'm telling you that, that he knew again. what the fuck to do. It's it's the math. It's the fucking stats. They've taken all these children and they've told them, do not ever hit a base hit. You fucking swing for the fences or you don't fucking swing. I don't even know why you're in this fucking game and then they fucking kick them out and the kids don't get to play anymore and then they wonder why nobody likes the game <laughs> especially you <laughs> i i hate what this game is becoming you're literally the new you're the new man rob manfred you hate baseball more than rob manfred i swear to god you no, no 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 i think it's more like what's his name from the braves uh the former reliever yeah. he's in the broadcast booth uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, Smoltz. Smoltz. You're the John yeah, Smoltz no. of this show. I, I love baseball. And how I love baseball is the fact that, like, it was good. And it still was good. And they're fixing shit that just doesn't need to be fixed. That I agree like, with. But they're not, stuff. And they're not fixing it in ways that are actually going to fucking fix anything. Well, uh, can we go to commercial? Because we're already 34 minutes into this show, and um, and I think Michael Cotton might have an, an aneurysm on his birthday, which would be really disappointing to him and the rest of uh, Cubs uh, Twitter. So uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just play a quick commercial for Sunranto Shopping. Please use our shopping links. It's how we keep the lights out at the podcast, sunranto.com slash shopping. Stick with us. We'll be back in un minuto. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. 
but you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics and, uh, you know, I, I must take sometimes five, six pills a day. Uh, especially during the winter, vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, Uh, and it's one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Ranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we we went on ColorCast... And we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow Sun Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month. At the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto show. So check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum 
to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto Show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not. So, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. We are back. I told you it was just a minute. Um, so I, I thought we should talk a little bit about now, officially like 37 minutes ago, the offseason began again. And now the Cubs could be signing Carlos Correa, as we sang about in front of Wrigley Field as Cubs carolers uh, as we speak, or at least uh, trying to. My personal feeling on it is that nobody's going to want to be the first team to jump out there, especially tonight, because you might get a couple of raised eyebrows as to um, were you negotiating maybe behind the back of everybody while that lockout was happening. You don't necessarily want to be the first guy out there. <laughs> all, but. all the owners are like, play it cool, play it cool. My, my parents are coming downstairs. <laughs> um, I would say that. <laughs> what you're probably looking at right now is that I could see a big move happening at some point in time tonight. Everyone's still digesting everything that happened, but there are teams that have contingency plans for this ready to go. Here's who we're going for. Here's who we're going. And if the price is right, you can, you can, I, I see, I don't know if, if, if the big dogs are going to come off the board right away, but uh, you know, it's, it's funny because you can look at the of, free agents and it's literally putting together a Cubs team. It is literally the Cubs. The Like if you look at former Cubs, they make up like the majority of the most uh, desired free agents. So I took a, a picture. I stole it from Marquis. So credit to Marquis, I guess. Uh, but if you take a look here, these are notable unsigned free agents. Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Freddie Friedman, Carlos Rodon, Clayton Kershaw, Michael Conforto, Kenley Jansen. Now we get into the Cubs part here. Chris and Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, Jorge Soler, Jock Peterson, and Ryan Tapera. So out of this list, the whole right side at one point in time played for the Chicago Cubs. And the whole left side should. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, oh, there's the question. Which side do you want? You get them all. But you can only have one side. One side? Oh, man. So oh, you let's hear it in Correa, the Correa, Story, Freeman, Rodon, Kershaw, Conforto, and Jansen, or Tapera, Peterson, Soler, Schwarber, Castellanos, Rizzo, and Bryant. Yeah, let's let's hear it in the chat. Left or right? I mean, can you imagine having Trevor Story and Carlos Correa on your team? Like, <laughs> what do you even do? Like, I don't even know. You how put that one works, of them at but... third base. <laughs> exactly. Like when Javi used to play third, you're like, what a waste. Um, but I take a look here, and I think it's Trevor Story doesn't have the arm to throw from third. You got to move him to second because he's throwing underhand now. I would, I would honestly like if you look at it though, there are a lot of guys that could be potential DHs here. Um, as far as Rizzo is concerned, the back. You know what I mean? That's something we've talked about a lot. But Castellanos, that was always the knock on him is his defense was kind of mediocre. I don't. It, it was actually. Him, that 2018 season, a ball like hit off his head. He misplayed it horribly at Miller Park. Uh, Schwarber, we've talked about his defense, mediocre at best. Yeah, that's so Lair, we've talked about defensively, mediocre at best. Jock Peterson, mediocre at best. Yeah, that's so a you got a lot of field. 
you got a lot of lefties that can do one thing, which is hit the fucking ball hard. You play Correa in center field and, and you take the left <laughs> side here is what you do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th- there's there's a lot of guys on the board still. Uh, Marcus Stroman came off. We got him. We got Wade Miley. You still need probably another starting pitcher if you really want to say that you're going to compete with the rotation we have. Everybody on the Cubs, except for Wilson Contreras, is replaceable as far as I'm concerned. And you could upgrade from even Nico Horner. I know everybody loves him. You could upgrade from every single player on the Cubs right now. Nico well, Horner is when Nico is your shortstop. You can Nico upgrade. Nico Horner is absolutely a Cub fan's wet dream, and I mean meatball Cub fan. He reminds me a lot of the Ryan Terrio yeah. or those ty- or the Augie Ojeda's of the world, where people are like, "I love him. He's scrappy," but it's like, dude, you could really <laughs> get someone a lot better to play that position. Yeah. Uh, whenever Especially somebody's short, yeah. whenever somebody's described as scrappy, it makes me cringe. Yeah, it really is. It, Scooter Jeanette, like that's the that's the quintessential scrappy <laughs> guy. Or uh, yeah, I mean, so you look. I mean, it's been so long since we have talked about who the Cubs could possibly side because we're on here every day talking about the CBA rumors and what's going to happen and how well, this and, is going to get And now we know and, they could sign every single player that they want and not break the fucking roof, yeah. the ceiling of that tax. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just like wondering like when it starts, like I'm feeling that it's going to take i mean spring training starts sunday is the official report day there's already guys there as soon as tomorrow morning maybe even tonight they will be opening up those facilities and i bet you the cubs are already in there working out like if it's over it's over and they're already down there and i mean how long does hayward take for paternity leave you think he shows up in like two weeks he just had a just had a baby. He's just like, yeah, fuck it, guys. I'm not coming in for another couple of weeks. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the Twitters because I was like, oh, I hope something breaks while we're doing the show, but I'm not seeing anything so far. And I'm sure somebody will tell us in the chat if it does. Uh, um, Nick Nick Gentry says apparently it's also Maddie Lee's birthday. Hmm. Oh, oh my god! Now I'm even more upset that she wasn't on here. We could have been birthday buddies. Yeah. It really uh, this this whole like solving the baseball labor lockout really screwed up everything, didn't it? <laughs> I'm I am giggling though because Bleacher Nation writes, "Did somebody try unplugging the rumors and plugging them back in?" <laughs> 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 so well, I will. The, w- one, one less well transactionally. Uh, one less thing that's going to happen is the Rule 5 draft. That's been offic- officially canceled. But I know that they kind of wanted that to be canceled anyway. That whole thing where you can take a fringe player. Like, that's how we got um, Rondone, right. for example. You get this fringe player. He's got to stay on your roster. And if he doesn't, you got to give him back to the team. And it's kind of, it was kind of a weird rule anyway. So I guess they wanted to get rid of it. But, you know, I guess we're kind of back at square square one again. You got Marcus Stroman out there recruiting. He's saying, come through and let's have Wrigley jumping, my dog, Team CJ Correa. And he tagged the Cubs. So he's out there trying to get it done. And, um, I mean, do you really think – I mean, we're back at this place that we were – I'm almost having a flashback. 
before the lockout in, in early December, we were talking about how the Cubs needed everything. Everything. Correct. We could upgrade every position, every single one. Correct. And, and then when all the, the preliminary uh, predictions came out from the different outlets, they all had the Cubs in fourth place, just ahead of the Pirates. So I know we're all excited that baseball's back, but honestly, something's got to change, and we got Jesus H. Christ. I've sat here like in misery watching games get scratched with nothing to talk about except the same old shit. I am going to keep it a little bit positive. I am going to say <laughs> I am I'm just fucking happy that baseball's back. That's, you know. It, it, but it's, it's one of those things. It's like be careful what you wish for. Because the thing you're getting back, this team is the 20, may not be worth going to. Yeah, the 20, but you know what? To, to me, I, I have been waiting for just somewhat of a semblance of a normal season, and I haven't had that since 2019. And I think this is about as close as I'm going to get to it until the next year. Is that you know I see that the numbers at Chicago are down, the mask mandates in Chicago are pretty much gone. Who knows if something pops up? But just for right now, I just want to fucking think about going to opening day, seeing people I haven't seen for a while, getting drunk as shit, and passing out on Danny's couch with my shoes on. That's all I'm thinking about at this point in time. I'm thinking about Arizona. I'm thinking yeah, about fun. fucked up that you're going to put your shoes up on Danny's couch. I mean, yeah, and you're rude. telling him about it like what a month in advance. He already knows because he's going to take pictures anyway, so <laughs> fuck it. What kind of like, are you? <laughs> Take um, my shoes off all the time. Well, can, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you off your cloud a little bit because uh, also Cody no, Hoyer, no. Cody Hoyer tweets out this. The first we find out about it is from <laughs> Cody Hoyer because there's a lockout that he's had Tommy John surgery and is out for the year. And uh, refresh everybody's memory. That's who we got for Craig Kimbrell and and Nick Madrigal. Uh, well, with, with with he came with Nick Madrigal. So this always blows me away. When guys get surgery four minutes before a season starts, like this happens in every sport, football, you know, hockey, basketball, like it's usually for those, it's like knees, like they'll do a knee in, in August. And it's like, he hasn't played baseball since, you know, uh, whatever, October, just like everybody else. When did he blow his fucking arm out that he needed to get, surgery was it recently was he was he doing something wrong when he was training on his own you know like it's probably been fucked up for months and just like the owners and their cba waiting fucking 45 days or whatever the fuck they did he just waited and then got it done the like right before we got a chance to get back to baseball at least this time you can't pl- blame the Cubs medical staff because he wasn't talking to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> he wasn't talking to him since early December. So it wasn't their fault. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really frustrating. He's out for the... Corey Furlong jumps in. Just got here. Are we talking about Brandon Morrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of a frustrating thing. But we were just talking about the roster. Well, there's another guy we need because he was supposed to be the closer of the future, and now, now you need a, another setup guy. In fact, you need a closer. You need everything. If we, we learned anything we from everything. rookie of the year, he's going to be amazing when that arm heals. Again, it's it's. Am I panicking that we're not going to have a closer? No. Is it a year of less development? Yes. 
But in general, we're not going to not win this season because Cody Hoor is not on the fucking 40-man. Right, but it means that they have to replace Cody Hoyer for whatever he was going to bring to this squad, whether it was going to be middle relief or an eighth so, inning arm. or a every, Everybody, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Everybody in the chat, raise your hand if you said the Cubs are going to be better because we got Andrew Chafin and Ryan Tapera last year. Chip Pelea's on here. He was telling me how shitty he was the whole time. There's a lot of people. You don't know what's going to fucking happen with bullpens. Oh, bullpens are the weirdest ass shit in the world. They're fluid. One year a guy looks like a world beater. The next year he can't throw a strike. Who the fuck knows? It yeah. ain't going to matter. But he was one of the guys that they had big hopes for and that he had a big arm and he throws with his left hand. Like, there's a lot of value I love there. You, Chip. He's not going to be there. <laughs> I'm not picking on Chip. I'm just saying that's what happens. Weird shit happens. Where well, there we go. Have, that's asked at. <laughs> yeah, Chip. Chip says, "Ouch." In the chat. I'm not trying to call him out, but I'm just telling you, it's a real easy example where all of a sudden you think a guy's awesome, and then next this next season he could absolutely suck. Chavin absolutely wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that he goes back to being shitty for whatever reason. Those guys clicked this last year, and I, again, I just I'm not I'm. I've been sitting here more excited, and this is kind of why we were going to have Maddie Lee on tonight, because, she, well, A, she's awesome. B, she wrote a really good article about the camp that they're having, and it just – there is a lot of, for me, it brings me back to those years of 2013, 2014, when I'm going to be honest, guys, I went to Cubs games to get drunk and, and have fun and hang out with friends, but I was really more paying attention to what the fuck was going on in the minors. What did Baez do? What did Soler do? What did Glebar Torres do? That's what interested me because the, the team up here wasn't that good. And so when I'm sitting here, I am looking right now, like when people told me, like when I was, you know, when they, when this lockout was still going on, why are you still going to Arizona? Why? Because I wanted to see Kevin Alcantara. I wanted to see Peter Crow Armstrong. I wanted to see DJ Hertz. I wanted to see those guys. I didn't want to see the other guys. I've seen the other guys. Doesn't yeah. DJ Hertz not sound like a baseball player? He sounds like an actual DJ. DJ yeah. Hertz. It's H E R T Z. Like I'm 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 totally I wanna I wanna hear him spin not baseballs. Yeah, it should be H T Z. Like DJ Hertz. <laughs> you know, just like um but uh that, I mean, that's his that's his license plate, Danny. I would just like to see the Cubs because I'm gonna just get turn it right around and say that, that we've got the money to spend right now. So fill this freaking roster out tonight. I want the Cubs. Carly, you said it before we got locked out. I want the Cubs to be the first team out there doing shit. And we yes, never yes. are. We're always a middle of the pack kind of situation. And we're so and we get and we get the money like big market teams and we don't act like it. So I'm sick of this crap. I don't want to wait for the Yankees to go get, you know, Freddie Freeman and be, then be the first guys to start making moves so that the dominoes can start to fall. I want the Cubs to be out there tonight. Doing shit. I don't even care if it's a freaking middle reliever just to replace freaking Cody Hoyer. I'm just like that commercial now. You want just like your commercial. You want them to buy shit. Yeah. Get out there and buy shit. I see them. What I see them doing right now is three to four year deals on guys. I don't think money is going to be an issue. I think that's what you're going to see. I don't think it's going to be Correa because Correa wants 10 years. I think you could potentially see Trevor's story. Well, honestly, three to four year deals. I mean, that doesn't fucking happen very often with the Cubs either. So that would yeah, be in the positive. That is what that is what I see. Those are the moves that I see. I think everyone's aware that shortstop is, is a glaring need. Uh, when you take a look at third base and Patrick Wisdom, 
top of the zone issues. I don't know if that can be corrected. When you look at the outfield, that's a problem. But again, they the are going team. I'm not saying that, but what I'm telling you is, is they're not going to be signing. They're not going to be getting the top, top tier free agents going for long-term deals. You're going to see Correa get 10 years and it's not going to be with the Cubs. We can sing all we want to our heart's content. That's not your going to ass happen. is over here being like, I'm going to maintain some positivity. And then I you're am. like, fuck your Correa. We're not this getting them. Like, that's, the, that's the only thing I, to hold I, I hope for. I am trying to be also realistic about it. And I think that those three to four years with big, uh, you know, AAVs are really where they're going to be looking at right well, now. Well, probably you that's were right about the April 15th thing or whatever. You know, you were right about how all that went down. March 15th. So I, yeah. Yeah. I said yeah. March 15th was what, what was going to happen is right around March 15th. I said, I will guarantee you there will be games right around March 15th. Yeah. Every nut finds a squirrel. We get <laughs> well. Let's take one more commercial break <laughs> for our T-shirts that you can buy, and uh, and look, I'm I'm wearing one right now in honor of Michael and the Sunranto line of clothing. I am wearing my designated hater shirt tonight that you can buy. I, I really need to get store. one. Of Somebody needs to go on the Sunranto website, click on that, buy one for you, extra large. Yeah, send it to me. So uh, here we go. Here's a commercial for our T-shirt at sunranto.com slash swag. Do you like having sex? Me too. That's why I always wear my Sunranto swag shirts every time I'm looking to get some. It's the only T-shirt guaranteed to get you laid. Knock boots in your shankless shirt. Bump uglies in a Ranter long sleeve. Ride the skin busted tuna town in a dabbing cubes fan shirt. Take gold one eye to the optometrist in your bull penis awesome attire. Or smash pissers in a spagog shirt. Sunranto swag shirts are just like people. There are many different sizes and colors to choose from. Plus, at Sunranto's Swag Store, you'll find Vintage John Baker Day, Designated Hater, and Matt Camerer drawn rally titty designs on everything from shirts and hoodies to baby onesies, bags, and hats. Go to sunranto.com slash swag and check out all the sexy styles guaranteed to get you laid. You'll be stuffing the soft taco in no time. Sunranto.com slash swag. Guaranteed to get you laid. Wearing Sunranto Swag products not guaranteed to get you laid. Sunranto Swag is not responsible for your sex life. Sunranto Swag is for entertainment purposes only. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D, uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics, and, uh, you know, I I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Ranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we we went on ColorCast and we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow Sun Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month, at the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto Show. So check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto Show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not. So, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink but without vowels. Spooch trunk. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Sports drink. Hey, Sug is jumping in here. Did you see this? Crawley Damas? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, just a couple of miscellaneous items I wanted to kind of get through tonight. Um, You know, as for all the MLB crying poor for there being uh, no money in owning a baseball team. They did a deal that leaked because of Apple's earnings call or, or not the earnings call their uh, you know, their, their Tuesday, their stock, all the new Mac launch, Mac launch. Yeah. They got a new iPad. They got a new everything. And then they announced (laughs) that they're doing Apple Friday night games. And um, that's going to be an exclusive deal. So if you have MLB TV, and you, it almost like if you think of it about when it was beyond, it would be on ESPN, um, that you couldn't like an ESPN Sunday night baseball, that was an exclusive game to that network. So if you had marquee network or if you had any kind of streaming MLB.tv and you were out of the blackout area, then you 
you could not get that game even that even if you subscribed Apple Friday night games will be the same way. You can't get those. So that's kind of frustrating. And then uh, Peacock is doing the same thing. They made a deal with MLB. And this all adds up to $110 million, by the way. So, you know, that's not chump change. They're doing a deal for weekday games Monday Monday and Wednesday. It's absolutely chump change for these guys. When we talked about this, though, when – when we talked about this before, when we talked about the difference between there's a great article and I sent it to you guys, I think it was a Washington post talking about how writers nowadays are different. And so it was more of a pro labor tilt during these negotiations. We talked about social media and how that had an impact on how people were feeling. But I think there were three things that absolutely looked awful for the owners this time around three specific things that came out. Number one would you, was the Atlanta Braves, how they had to, their books are kind of open, and you got to see that owning a baseball team is pretty fucking profitable. <laughs> so that was breaking news. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. You couldn't dispute the numbers. So with the owners being like, well, kind of, no, dude, it's not true. Number two, you talk about those Apple earnings. That is another huge source of revenue that along with the gambling revenue – People are going, Jesus Christ, MLB is making a ton of fucking money. Are you telling me you can't give them more? You can't pay the players any more when you're adding all these additional revenue streams. So the amount of revenue streams that kind of came out with the Apple, with the gambling, all that stuff made the owners look really bad. The third thing is courtesy of our good friends, the Rickett family, uh, who decided that now because (laughs) of sanctions. Dude, they're so stupid. With oh one my God, of, they fucked this up so bad. So with the sanctions going on with the situation with the Russian invasion and, and taking, uh, whatchamacallit, they're taking everything away from the Russian oligarchs. Oligarchs, yeah. So what ends up happening here is that the Ricketts were looking to buy Chelsea, uh, which is an English soccer team, which is about all I know. But the opening bid would have had to have been anywhere from $3.25 to $4 billion. Yeah, it, it's really funny, too, because the oligarch knew this was coming down. Like, he knew he was going to get fucked. It, Abramovich, is his, I think. And yeah, then, uh, so Abramovich. He tried to put them up for sale before it came down. And so these numb nut fucking ricket assholes who have been crying poor for the last three fucking years and acting like, oh, we got no money. We're fucking so broke. Half a million dollars on the fucking baseball stadium. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll jump in on this four billion. And then the fucking <laughs> sanctions hit and they can't even do anything with it. I know. Now all it is, they can't buy the team and we all know that they're lying <laughs> assholes about this fucking I know. biblical loss. That's why I said they fucked it up so bad because not only did they show their cards by freaking <laughs> just like totally, uh, you know, coming too fast at the moment they worst saw that the team poker was, face yeah, ever worst poker face ever like we want it oh sorry i wet myself <laughs> you know just like they could not handle themselves they're like they needed the team and so you're telling me these teams are not profitable like i know soccer is an international sport that everybody loves across the world and it's the most popular sport in the world half of the rest of the world doesn't even know the rules of baseball what the fuck are they going to do in soccer? Because there's no caps at all. At anyway, all, yeah. at nothing. Oh, yeah. Those well, motherfuckers way, just 
they, they decided that owning a team is a good idea. They showed their cards. They showed that they have more money than God. And you know it was going to be an all debt spac deal or some something. Yeah. But you know, in the end, uh, yeah. That, and I and I do agree. Like, what did the other owners say to the Ricketts when they walked into the room that day? I was like, they're like, dude, are you freaking serious right now? We're sitting here trying to cry for, and you're like, four billion dollars. Okay, we're in. I know, I know. What? I'll take one, please. Check. Yeah, I know. It's on sale. We gotta go. So yeah, so I do feel like there was some pressure put on the billionaires, and I know this. I I know that this has nothing to do with anything. But today, I had the idea a while ago that I wanted to make a list of all the owners and all of the businesses. I still may do this all the businesses that they are in. For example, the first one I looked up was uh, the the guy who owns the Cardinals. I forget the guy's name, but... Bill um, DeWitt? Yeah, DeWitt. So I look up Bill DeWitt. He owns a bunch of Arby's franchises, and I'm like, well, not going to those. You know, and... It, so, <laughs> Danny sent up, him checks. He's like, uh, you paid me this a long time ago. I'm giving this back. I was going to look up <laughs> all of their uh, other businesses so that we could boycott them in general. So I feel like there was some pressure... Not that these billionaires feel any pressure, like they want to be masters masters of the universe. But I think the overall sentiment of baseball fans walking away and knowing what they knew about the previous strike and the previous work stoppages and the fact that we've had, like you said, Crawley, no normal seasons. And this still won't be a normal season because we had to go through all this crap and there's going to be some, you know, free for all free agent frenzy that happens starting right now. Uh, it, none of it about nothing about this is is normal, and I felt that the owners felt that pressure, which was nice to feel. It was a pressure of coming from a lot of different places. I'm just a little butterfly flapping my wings in on this show, and, but I feel like we were pretty unanimous in how we felt about it. Right, it, like and, not not the three of us, but all everybody. Well, we all anybody who's from anybody who is really paying attention. Because, I mean, there were those people out there that were, you know, you know, licking the boots of the owners there a little bit and doing stupid shit. But, like, they were they were people nobody had ever heard of. Like, you know, like the people who we see and we talk to and we talk to a lot of people who pay attention to the fucking game all the time. Everybody was pretty much in lockstep on how they felt about who was in the right and who was in the wrong. Yeah. So uh, comment in the chat, in the chat, hashtag capital C chance, uh, and get your chance to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Um, Not only that, though, there is something interesting. ColorCast updated their app. Yep, ColorCast updated their app. We haven't checked it out yet because we have to have a room to check it out. So we're just going to all go in there together. Uh, download it at uh, colorcast. Wait, no, it's colorca.st. Download it. Follow Sun Ranto Show, and you will find the room that we are about to broadcast in uh, for a post-show discussion where we're just going to talk to you and about whatever the hell we feel like talking about for a while. It's a little more free form than this show is where we actually decided what we were going to talk about kind of before we started, before we lose a guest and everything changes and, and I don't actually read what the fuck was on that piece of paper. It's just unnecessary. I mean, all the best laid (laughs) plans of mice and men. So uh, quick announcement. Uh, The, martyrdom of peter o'hay is actually starting right now 
uh, in Chicago on Cortland Street at the Trapdoor Theater because it's 8 p.m. on a Thursday. And we are extended for three weeks, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Trapdoor Theater, spelled with an R-E at the end of theater, and .com. Get your tickets. And if you want to go, let me know because I'm going to be going down there. Just like email me at sunranto at Gmail or at Sunranto on Twitter or whatever. I also want to make an announcement. If you've never, if you're listening to the podcast and you've never reviewed us, now the season is going to start. And it helps us a lot if people review us and give us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, uh, don't review us because that really like <laughs> sinks the entire enterprise for no reason to, other than, uh, you know, you And why angry. are you going to take that sort of effort? To fucking review somebody, just give them. It's one the only stuff. effort I ever take is to be negative. Like no, I feel but, no, but you like you have to go out of your way to give one star when you could just do nothing. You could do nothing, but that but that doesn't satisfy my ire. <laughs> um. So also, stop saving the date. I said save the date uh, for four two. Uh, April 2nd that we were going to do like a protest or something protest we had, it going. We, we had yeah. signs getting ready to go and everything. Yeah, Our, our pressure was enough. We, we looked down the barrel of the gun. We got the job done and uh, there will be no protesting now because we're going to have baseball instead. And uh, can, can I announce that we're going to yeah. South Bend? All right, cool. We're going to South Bend. Crawley's throwing out the first pitch. This all just happened in a very uh, flurry of recent activity. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, Club Four Hundred is Club Four Hundred is rolling down to South Bend. So if you've ever been interested in a Club Four Hundred trip, it's going to be a lot of fun. We uh, we just came back from Muscatine, Iowa, which was an interesting trip. We had a lot of fun, and so uh, we are planning a trip to go down to South Bend because we thought baseball was going to be canceled, and it's not canceled anymore. But it is going to be the 9th and the 10th. I will be throwing out the first pitch on Saturday, April 9th. Uh, we have a party deck reserved. And so I will put the link on the Ranters page when it goes live. But we're in the, we, the contracts are getting finished up. We're, we're, we're just settling everything down. Didi says Muscatine. I don't know if it's Didi or Carlos, either one. I love you guys both. But, uh, you know, it was uh, we had so much fun at Muscatine. We're going to go to we're going to start at a uh, brewery in South Bend, South Bend Brewers. We're going to go to the game. We got a little party deck going. And then uh, we got maybe a couple other surprises that are still in the works. But I would say that if you don't want to spend a ton of money, I'm not kidding you, we got tickets behind the Cubs dugout for $15 a pop. And uh, it is, uh, whatchamacallit, we have hats and everything. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it, I can't wait. And uh, it. Somebody said, I think it's Corey in the chat said, get you hammered before the first pitch, which actually sounds hilarious. Yeah. And, and we did kind of have plans to get a little hammered. I mean, the game's not until four o'clock on that Saturday. So right. there's quite a bit of time to get you like too drunk to do it and entertain no, 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 the hell no, no, out no, of I us. <laughs> I am super excited about this. So if anybody's interested, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be sending more information about it. But uh, tickets are probably going to go quick. So if you've ever thought about going to South Bend and, uh, you know, you want to kind of – or if right now, like I said, I know baseball prices you want to get into Cubs is pretty expensive. So this sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I've never been. And I've always thought to go, but because of the the lockout and everything, I was like, oh, well, might as well just, just go see some baseball, hang out with my Cubs friends in, in, in a Cubs-related event. 
So um, we lost Michael Cotton somehow. I don't know. He just disappeared out of the blue. I texted him. I texted him what happened on our group text, and um, I guess we'll find out eventually. Maybe uh, The only way you're going to know what happened is if you come to ColorCast. Yeah, well, maybe the Russians bombed us in, like, or they bombed uh, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, so because uh, I'm, I'm fine up here in Chicago. They won't mess with us. So I, I do have a, a TFC. I do have a This Flexing Cube. This episode of the Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sunranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranchers Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranchers get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranchers are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs Daily Show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranchers, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community, and that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sun Rancho show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super rancher at patreon.com forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea. If you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a Super Rancher again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at Patreon.com forward slash Sunranto. Please join today. tonight do you have anything uh go ahead okay um well first of all i just have to point out that i really enjoyed today that jeff passan on the most important day the cba is being signed details are streaming in 
you know, he's Mr. Twitter. He's getting out there, getting the information to all the bloggers and things so we can all digest it. And Jeff Passan got hacked on Twitter today. And at Jeff Passan ended up as Jeff.F with uh, parentheses Jeff Passan and his blue check mark, 802,000 all NFTs at Skulltoons NFT, at Azukian, at Thugbirds. So, dude got hacked on, on the most important day of the year. But this is my actual TFC. And um, I tweeted out that it was a very popular tweet that went out just yesterday or the day before. Said I said, hear me out. 30-team playoff scenario, 162 games. Then best teams in each division play each other in October. In the playoffs, winners of each league play in a quote-unquote World Series. And that's obviously like how it has worked this entire time. I just tweeted out what already existed. But Gone Noria said, least we agree on the Cubbies, but just no." Keep integrity of the great game of baseball <laughs> and stop messing with the playoffs. I was like, bro, you do know I just said exactly how the playoffs work. <laughs> so I, so I this is uh, got a TFC here that made me giggle. Uh, the Athletic UK said the government has said that it could permit the sale of Chelsea following sanctions on owner Roman Abramovich, but for that to go ahead, the clubs would require another. The club would require another license. Blah blah blah. Talking about the sanctions. And John Greenberg replies, Tom Ricketts dream of being criticized for being cheap in two countries is on hold. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I think there's multiple countries that think Tom Ricketts is cheap ass. Including me. Spent some money, Tom. It's been what? 10 minutes since the. All I got to tell you is, I, you know, you think, I, I think Michael, you could probably speak better on this. You think Cub fans are nuts. I can't even imagine what Chelsea fans would be like if you tried pulling some bullshit. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> Those those fucking people have to be separated in the stadium so they don't kill each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I have a TFC here from Patrick McCarron. He's uh, a good guy to follow. I, I, I enjoy. Great guy. Folks. No, he's a great friend of mine. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about the DH, and he says, I'm equally tor- torn. That said, can't wait to hate on the jersey and helmet sponsor patches. And I just – that's that's pure cubes right there. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm torn about this thing, but I'm really excited to hate on this other dumb well, shit. Well, and that's why we have the Sunranta show because you know we're not going to sit here and be the mouthpiece for anybody except for what we think is right from our socioeconomic socioeconomic statuses, which is we are the you know we are the voice of the fan. And if if you like what you see here on the Sunranto show, I think you should become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com/sunranto. It's how we do the show. And now that there's going to be a season, we're going to be coming to you a lot more, talking about the Cubs all the time and having a lot of fun all season long. I'm excited, guys. Like, I I think we're going to have a good season. It's going to be an interesting one regardless because, let's face it, even though the Cubs aren't that good, neither is the entire Central. I think you can book us if we could take the Central as that – that uh, that uh, division winner that has to play the three game wild card. I think if if we take the division, we are that team. You know, just remember that the money you send to Patreon will be used to get me stumbling drunk before I throw the first pitch. So the more exactly. Patreons, the more likely you're going to see me doing a fifty cent type first pitch. 
<laughs> oh my god I, you know i just watched bull durham the other day and i'm i i'm feeling like uh you're gonna hit the bull <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be a fun season i was distraught i had given up all hope that we were gonna get a season anytime soon i thought that these last round of talks had broken down i got fooled by bob nightingale twice and i felt like a fucking idiot and I'm just glad to see that I only got fooled by him once. And then they actually <laughs> were, were kind of close. But um, it's going to be a great season. Please, uh, patreon.com slash sunranto or buy our shit and uh, give us money because we're just going to spend it on you and making this show better and making this year awesome. So uh, we're going to be on ColorCast. Download it, colorcat.st. Search Sunranto Show. We're going to be on there in just a couple minutes as we get everything set up, and uh, you can we'll have a discussion over there. Peace, everybody. Um, Spagog, I believe, is what we say. Baseball is back, Spagog. 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 Spring training, pitchers and catchers. Danny, how was your winter, man? It sucked. How about them Cubs? What an offseason. Freaking Theo, man. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. You want a beer? All right. This season's going to be the best with Hayward and Zobrist and Lackey plus last year's dudes. We can't lose. That's what they're saying. Oh, man. It's going to be the best. I'm so stoked. Take it easy, bruh. I need palm trees, cub fans, the sands. Oh, damn, I am freaking freezing. It is time for pitchers and catchers. We're so close to opening day. Hey, what's up? Not much. Do you think they'll trade Solaire? I don't know. Um, I think they'll probably get a picture for him, but maybe wait till the trade deadline. Hello, Rizzo. I'm gone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. A flight. Too much. Gonna drive. It is time for pictures and catchers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're so close. To opening day, to opening day, in Arizona, watching Cubs baseball, drinking lots of beer, drinking lots of beer, out in the sun. So close to opening day, to opening day in Arizona, watching Cubs baseball, drinking lots of beer, drinking lots of beer out in the sun. <laughs>
more pictures and catchers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're so close to opening day. To opening day. In Arizona, watch your income baseball. Drinking lots of beer. Drinking lots of beer. Out in the sun. Okay, uh, sorry, we're back. Uh, second ending, everybody. Uh, we forgot to do the winner of the Chance for a Chance. This is like the Marvel movies that if you leave <laughs> while they're still rolling the credit, you're going to miss some shit. Oh, man. All right, so here I'm going to put up the giveaway tool here. Uh, chance for a Chance. It Last chance. Hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win your chance to get a postcard sent there are 16 people in the, there might in be the drawings more. so far. Doesn't it seem like it says 16, but in the end there's like 40? I'm just glad know. your Let's internet's see. not going to freeze so we don't have another fake winner. I know. I said I sent both of those guys uh, postcards, by the way. They both won. All right, here we go. Drum roll, please. Ooh, I'm in this one. I'm going to win. In this of, Dude, I hope you're you in it. Oh, you know what? Oh, thank God. Oh, so Robert Sanchez, the biggest winner of all time, Cubs druggist, great friend of the show, and Patreon supporter. Uh, congratulations, Robert. You win. I'm going to send you a uh, postcard. So, um, all right. Now that's really the show. Uh, we're just going to uh, pitch it off with the – here's all the Patreon supporters. How about that? We'll see yeah, you on ColorCast. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. 
If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.